there, White Wolf? Are you there, brother? You there, brother? Are you there, White Wolf? You there, White Wolf? 
White Wolf, can you hear me? You there? White Wolf. Hello? White Wolf, can you hear me? <sighs> Welcome, Matter Truth. I see White Wolf's in there on the computer. Hello? Hello, how we got it now? Holy moly, brother! <laughs> you had you had you had me muted. I kept trying to holler at you. I just raised my hand and lowered it and raised it and lowered it. And <laughs> well, I seen your hand, but I did I did not see it, brother. I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, until you turn everybody loose, uh, they kind of hung up. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm gonna have to. Hey, no problem. No problem. Gonna, it, uh, it's just gonna take some getting used to to learn how to use this. I don't know how many we'll lose because of it, but. Um, well, I'm gonna make sure that I go. A lot of them do not want to download uh, TalkShoe's new application. Um, because they won't tell you what in hell they go, you know, what they'll be able to do. And then once you do it, uh, you have to go through arbitration and all kinds of crazy shit. I want to know what in hell I'm walking into before I walk. I understand that, brother. But I just see a few unique things taking place around here than I saw in the news last night that old McCain's checked out here and a few other yeah he uh, he kind of left and Neil Simon left and and uh Gary Cooper's Dusenberg um the other one belonged to Clark Gable but Gary Cooper's Dusenberg today uh, sold for 22 point something Million. It's the highest price ever paid for an American car, especially a vintage car. 
Wow. And, uh, there was only two of them made, and uh, Gary Cooper got the first one, and uh, uh, Clark Gable got the second one. Wow. That's something. Yep. Fine yes. automobile. But yes. I'm here to tell you, like the man said, Gary Cooper ain't been able to drive that in his in a long time, and neither is Clark Gable. <laughs> no, I got you there. I was named after Gary Cooper. Oh, were you, brother? Sure was. My aunt talked my mother into naming me Gary. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, so what do we got on the plate, so to speak, tonight? Well, the thing that uh, is most important in reality is uh, for the people to learn how to give themselves a auto-suggestion. Um, in reality, it's a prayer. Um, but what you're doing is you're giving a suggestion to your own subconscious mind, uh, enhancing the entanglement uh, that occurs in the quantum uh, field, VIA, the torsion field of dynamic uh, movement uh, and connection. And um, I mean, they don't say nothing like that in the Bible unless you know what they're talking about. But nevertheless, uh, as you uh, give the suggestion, like let's say you may uh, uh, today, while it is yet today, the higher mind is operating within me, directing me, teaching me, revealing to me and creating a easier connection with my visioning ability. I am now able to use my magic mental screen and the screen of my mind clearly, quickly, easily, effortlessly. I desire this and it is so. And see what you're doing is you create your own little prayer or, or concept, you know, that is ideal for you. Now I do something similar to that for lucid dreaming. Uh, to enhance my dream project while I'm in say maybe eyes closed or sleep mode. And um, see, that was a good thing with Silva. Silva gave you a mechanism um, so that you could uh, create the um, 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 auto-suggestion, the um, um, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, telekinetic, and say telepathic type ranges or realms of thought. Uh, the Egyptians uh, you'd read and it would say they could see far from wherever they are. Well, hell, that's remote viewing. 
you're entangling by your thought to see what is at the other end or what you have entangled with by your mental desire, your imagination. And uh, that's why when you develop that uh, um, imagination, uh, he would use the link memory peg system from Harry Lorraine, and um, I believe it was uh, uh, Jerry Lucas, seemed like. And um, what they did was they would give you pictures and create a shopping list, you know, uh, Noah, Hammer, uh, I mean, different things like that to develop a picture and attach a uh, an item for your grocery list. And that way you got to where you never needed to carry a pencil, piece of paper, and a grocery list because you, um, um, okay, let's say an old man with a beard, Noah. Well, that may be a box of, uh, of tea uh, to make uh, gallon tea bags, you know, for, for making tea at home. Uh, and so uh, hammer. Uh, well, hammer, hell, you might need uh, a dozen light bulbs. And uh, you give it a, a, a significant attachment in picture form by the number sequence that was set up. And uh, as you continue to use that each and every day, each and every way, your eyesight becomes clearer, clearer, and clearer. You use this ability each and every day in every way. And I am better, better, and better. See, what you're doing is you're giving the program the desire. You're calling things that may not presently be as you would like them, but they will manifest according to what you call them. If you're a blind man, you must confess that you can see before you can get to sight. If you're deaf, you must confess you can hear before you can get to where you can absolutely hear. If you're lame, you must confess that uh, you can walk before you're able to get up and take up your bed and walk, so to speak. You might have a rough time breathing each and every day, each and every way. I'm able to breathe easier, more and more effortlessly. I breathe perfectly. I do so today while it is yet today. And so you give a suggestion like that. And as you begin to work in that area, you begin to develop these little ideas, uh, uh, like, um, the, okay, the term bless and be less. Um, I basically have removed that term from my vocabulary because of the conflict of it and, uh, I have not been able to get a dictionary definition, etymological or otherwise, that uh, is consistent enough to uh, uh, make it a good thing. And uh, so I've just used other words and terms that can accomplish the same goal, but without triggering the conflict within the confines of my mind. You're done? Yes, sir, brother. I understand that. When you, when you said that, man, bells started going off. Because <laughs> like when you say bless, if you break down the word, like you said, be less. We don't want to be less. We want to be more. 
be all that we yeah. can be. That's so. it. We're going to be like you're in the Army now. Uh, <laughs> be all you can be. Yes, and, sir. Um, I mean, all you got to go to is down Periscope, uh, down Periscope uh, with Chelsea Grammer. That old boy started singing the Army song. He said, that ain't the Army song. Oh, this ain't the Army. That's, that, that's the Army song. You're in the Navy. <laughs> 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 But, they, oh, were, man, I'm telling you, uh, they had the yeah, wrong program. Do what now? I said they had the wrong program going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a funny movie. I'm telling you, me and the children, we would sit and uh, two, three, four times a year. If they all had a big get together, uh, everybody sat down and either watch Top Gun or Down Periscope or both of them. And, um, then uh, the others that were interested more history and military, uh, George Patton and G.I. Jane. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, so they had little ones, you know, that they really liked watching. But uh, uh, we'd laugh and cut up, you know, and talk, you know, and um, they'd tell you, man, they, they knew that movie so well, they could tell you what the parts that was going to be said said, what you got in the radar? said, uh, well, we got heavy traffic on board. Oh, yeah. Commercial traffic, right? And he said, yeah. He said, that good old Denali. It was that big uh, heavy transport uh, uh, tanker going to another place, and it wasn't going to where they were going at Norfolk. It turned off. And um, so they had to come out from under and make a run for the for the shoreline to blow up the ship. But, I mean... You know, just little things like that. So you'll remember those pictures, those images. Well, let's say that you've had images and pictures in your mind that um, are negative, that uh, throw a shade or uh, a reversal of uh, fortune, of goodness, of uh, success um, uh, on your parade. Well, you don't want to do that. Hell, we're not camping at AI, the rubbish pile of self-strength. We're camped over here at Bethel, the house of the hell. <clears throat> and uh, that's where the the stone is that, uh, that Jacob had to sleep on and uh, became converted uh, to one that had the power of God, and the name of the place is Pineal, as in the Pineal Gland. And so they're telling you these little secrets all through there if you will just listen to them. You're that? Yes, sir. I mean, I was just thinking, I mean, you know, it tells us to confess things that are not as though they are and they become, which I understand that. And then you hear, I mean, in the different, uh, I guess you could say the teachings or the different uh Things that people are coming out with as far as, uh, which I know we're more than what we perceive ourselves to be. But I mean, like they say, they have different uh, so-called powers or abilities to do things. And We all have them, Jim. It's just whether or not we can um, interface with that ability accept it, and then claim it and use it. And uh, see, that's why uh, 
he asked the question. He said, does all get the gift of healing or this or that and the other? And uh, Paul made a statement. He said, uh, I thank my God I'm behind none of you. I have them all. And uh, see, what happens is that some people cannot claim all that. They uh, go uh, to where they can go. And uh, it's nothing good or bad. It's just uh, that's what they perceive. And their specialty may be in that area. <clears throat> and uh, so it's, I mean, it's just a matter of going and growing and uh, enlightening people when you can, when you have the opportunity. Uh, some of them you can't say anything. You just have to keep your mouth shut and go on about your business. And yes. um, um, some people, uh, uh, they're just a dead fig tree. They don't have no life left in them. Uh, I don't care how much manure you put around them and how much water you pour and uh, how much you hoe. That's it. The life is gone. And you just have to go on about your business. And if there's a little spark of life left in them, Man, I mean, give them a little bit of water. Throw a little manure on them. Give them a little bit of petting, you know, with a with a hoe. And kind of stir them up a little bit. And see, that's the same thing you do with a thought or idea or a concept within your own mind. Yes, sir. I mean, the things that we, I mean, we hear and we read. And it, I know it tells us to walk by faith or that belief i mean you read it and it says we can do this we do that and when you apply it and you keep applying it i don't uh, i don't know it seems like that you know i know it may take more than two or three times to do that but it seems like that things will I mean, give you, I mean, it's just like when you plant a seed in the ground. After so many days, you'll start seeing it kind of coming up in the soil. Well, and, see, another thing, when you uh, see an idea in your mind, it, it, the analogy you used about a farm and planting seed, some of them seeds will come up in three to six days. Some of them, it take 15 to 20, 30. There's some little bitty seeds, hell, it takes over a year in the right soil combination and moisture to make them germ, uh, especially if you're starting uh, giant bamboo. Well, what's the idea? What's the thought? What's the desire? See, a lot of people, they want to create a rope, so to speak, and, uh, and uh, rope the idea and then try to drag and tussle and rustle it here. You don't have to do that. All you got to do is entangle with that thought. You want the new car? Then get in the dang car with your mind. You're entangled with the new car. When? Right here, right now, during this lifetime. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to look up and maybe see the stars uh, out through the sunroof or the moonroof. Um, I may want to feel the, the air uh, buzzing by, you know, um, and uh, through the windows. I may want to feel the the feel of uh, real good uh, handcrafted leather on my butt cheek, so to speak. And um, I might want to smell that new car smell. And um, so I began to go through 
the imagination of participation where I am entangled with the completed thing. Man, that car drives great. It feels great. Man, I can feel the seat belts in it. I hear the radio playing. I mean, listen, here, Bubba, we'd be downtown, Sam. I mean, everything be jam-pit and jelly-tight. We had our automobile. You know, it's kind of like Dinah Shore used to sing, See the USA in your Chevrolet. America's waiting for you to call. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Oh, dear, dear, dear. <laughs> but anyway, you got to see yourself driving America or wherever in the hell it is you want to go in that brand new ride. Yes, sir. Now, if you're interested in uh, brand new tailored suits, and maybe you need to see somebody looking at you, telling you how great you look in that tailored suit, <laughs> and how well it feels, and um, whatever it is you desire, that's what you begin to do. That's what you begin to feel, imagine, see. And as you do that, see, you are entangled with it. You're not going to pull it. It's already there with you. Yes, sir. And as you continue to go through this mechanism, it can't help but manifest where you are because, hell, every time you put your mind on it, you've been in that particular scenario to where you've got the new car ride. You've got the new car smell. You've got the new car feel. I mean, hot damn, Jim. This is this is the way this bad boy be. Oh, what's that old guy said? That's just the way we roll. <laughs> a lot of folks need to get to roll. I understand. So each time we put our thought and mind on it, we're watering it, so to speak. Absolutely. Apollos planted. Aquila water. planted. Apollos watered, but it's the ever living that gives the increase. It's already yes. been created, so we ain't got to create a damn thing. All we got to do is reach in there and, so to speak, open the door <clears throat> of my creative entanglement illusion and step into that imagination. And now me and whatever I've imagined, whatever I've desired, I am entangled with, and it is where I am. Yes, sir. And I am where it is. Yes, sir. Thank you for that, brother. I mean, the, the man, it's just, it's it's a great thing. I mean, there's so many things that's, I mean, I can see why it says if our eye be single. I mean, it has to be that way. Keep our mind on that thing that is good, honest, and pure and of a good report. Otherwise, sure, okay. we'll be... Now, they'll say, uh, my eye is stayed on Jesus. What are they really saying? Their eye is attuned to the enlightened state of mind. Yes. It ain't got nothing to do with a man. It's telling you about an aspect of thought in the enlightened conscious mind, the taute effect. That Hermes Trismegistus, the master of three excellencies, yes. conscious, subconscious, superconscious mind. He was explaining the order of the house 
to his son, the enlightened God of reason. Reason's your conscious mind. That's what you reason with. Yes, sir. But if you're enlightened to understand it, oh, you can become the master of the hermetic uh, uh, movement and the hermetically sealed aspects and chambers of thought. And they will manifest in the physical realities of your space-time continuum. Yes, sir. You know, when people read that there, you know, and it says, you know, the enlightened God of reason, the scripture says we are gods, but uh, we will perish for the lack of knowledge. I mean, but once we become awakened, like you were just explaining in that, uh, just before what I said, um, I mean, we are the, the, the God that it's talking about, we have to become the enlightened God of reason. Yes, we do. We, we do. We have to change and, and uh, allow the Jesus aspect, so to speak, to form in us in the sense of becoming enlightened, being educated, being yes. discipled or disciplined to a higher realm of thinking. Now, once that's occurred, <clears throat> Paul made the statement. He said, until Christ be formed in you. Well, hell, Christ is the chrism effect until you develop the chrisming effect that occurs when you trigger the pineal gland. You've got to keep working at that until you accomplish that ability. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see what you're saying. Yes, sir. I mean, because there's a few people that ask this and that, but I mean, you you ex- explained it perfectly. I mean, you know, you hear people say practice, practice, practice. But we got to keep on practice until that effect comes forward. I mean, we but we have to have that right uh, applying thinking. Otherwise, it's gonna, you know, how can I put it? Backfire, misfire, whatever you want to call it. So we got to make yeah. sure what we're putting in there the right way. Yep, that's correct. <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's a great. Correct. I mean, um, and I mean, I know we've read it a thousand times or more when it says, "As a man or woman thinketh, so is it." I mean, we hear it, and you know, we believe it, but yet, I say maybe on the surface we say we believe it. But if we don't practice it and practice it and practice it till it, it's just like taking the key and putting it in ignition. It's going to turn over and go, wah, 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 wah. but eventually that thing's going to start up. And the well, engine's going to Abraham. run. Abraham, lift up your eyes <clears throat> and walk through the height and the breadth of the land. Hey, he told him to get up off his mental butt and go to walking through the height and the breadth of his imagination in order to claim it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And talking I believe a minute it, ago, and, uh, they're really talking about the power of the subconscious mind, but they told it as a whorehouse joke. And uh, they uh, had all the young men come, you know, and they wanted to learn, they wanted the girls, and they wanted the this, and uh, 
fellow asked him, he said, well, which is the most successful group? He said, that's easy, but I'll save that for last. He said, uh, yes. you have those down there that uh, they're the secretary. And so uh, about every 10 to 15 minutes, they holler, sir, it's time for a coffee break. <laughs> he said, and uh, then there was the telephone operators. So they was calling. They was getting on the main line of Mid-America, so to speak. And their favorite saying in rebuttal was, sir, your three minutes are up. He said, well, who is that one in that last group down there where all them folks is lined up? He said, those are the school teachers. Said she's telling them to do it over and over and over again until they get it correct. Yes, sir. And you hear mankind say, practice makes perfect. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but see, that's the same thing, whether it's the, you're working in your mind or whether you're not. Because, yes, Because uh, as you practice, 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 you're doing it over and over again until you get it correct. How, what does correct mean? It means you got the thing. Yes, sir. It manifested. We're finally doing something right, and, you know, we're jamming up and jelly tight. <laughs> well, look, look what it says. It said, they shall know you by your fruit. You ain't manifesting yes. nothing good. You ain't got no damn fruit. You don't know nothing. You're not saying nothing. You're not praying uh, you're not praying any good thing. You're praying nothing. Yes, sir. Yeah. We have to, like I hear you say once in a while, we have to get off our lethargic hello back there and get up and do something, say something. Even if it's wrong, you're moving and doing something. <laughs> Well, it, it's kind of like cleaning a house. You can sit there and daydream about the perfect cleaned house uh, seven days a week, 24-7. But if you don't get your ass up and get a hold of a broom or turn on a vacuum cleaner or something, that son of a bitch is going to be just as nasty next week, next year as it is today, except it may be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. If you're not moving going upward, and things must be piling up and going downward. <laughs> well, uh, to live means to go forward, to go, to grow. Evil is the same word except spelled backwards. E-V-I-L means to go in reverse, to undo. Now, yes. I would that you would have life and abundance. But choose life, choose abundance. And yet there in the King James it says the word blessing. I think you ought to look that word up and see what it really means there. Yes, sir. And but I he's mean warning them not to choose cursing. See he knows and teaches that the curse is the negative effect. And yes, he's sir. telling you that you want to overcome, be victorious, you gotta choose the blessing. You've got to choose prosperity, great good success. You've got to choose perfect health. 
Yes, sir. And you know, when you like, when you say that word blessed, you know, which you, I mean, be used as be less. That's why a lot of times, even when people sneeze, they say, well, bless you. I mean, you stop and think about it. You're telling them to be less than they are. And, uh, I mean, you, you wish on them, like you said, bless, uh, I mean, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta watch that, uh, that, to be more than they are and to have great good health and uh, have plenty and to be all that they can be. Not to be less, but to be more. Well, they look at the word. Uh, Usually we had a cartoon character when I was growing up and it was called Tom Terrific. You know, he was portrayed as being the hero and this and that and the other. Well, Tom, remember, Tom's got the hairy one, and uh, he's terrific. What does the word terrific mean? It means Tom the terrible. So Tom is a terror, not a good thing. So what is he doing? Old Tom was impregnating terror into the mind. Remember? Yes. Yes, sir. And and if you watch the cartoons, all kind of disruptions going on around him, which I understand he comes to save the day, so to speak. But, wow. I mean, if we really watch the play, so to speak, I mean, you can get the gist of what's going on. Oh, sure. I mean, watch over thy heart. Uh, Watch over the words of your mouth. How? With all diligence. Why? Out of them come forth the issues of life. What do you want to issue? Do you want to issue a good thing? Or do you want to issue calamity? What is your issue? You know, if a a stallion breeds a mare and she has issue, her and him have issue, it's going to be a foal out there, uh, whether it's a young... uh, a filly or a colt, it's going to be a foal. And uh, so the issue, um, um, when you have children, those are the issue of your body. Uh, yes. So if you have thoughts in your mind, they're the issue of your thinking, either stinking or good thinking. Yes, sir. It's still your issue. Yeah, and what you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, I mean, through the imagination and what we think, uh, you know, the scripture where it says, now that man has become as one of us and that, yeah. that he's able to perceive, and that word perceive means to see or to know, yeah. uh, that nothing shall be impossible unto him, for he's become like one of us. Yeah, nothing is impossible to us unless you don't use that ability. If you yes. don't use that ability, I mean, you're like a, 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 a one-legged man in a two-legged race. Something ain't right. <laughs> I can understand that. I'd rather have all my faculties and all the parts of my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, see, now you can call that into being. You're not that body. But you can cause that body to renew and repair. Because you have the ability to give the command. 
Remember, three days. You tear it down, dude. I can bring it back in three days. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I guess the what the the in the teachings when he says that I have overcome, and now you must overcome also. He overcome. He overcame the world situation of. You know, he he knew he found out the secrets and knew the secrets of the mind, how to manifest and bring forth, just as the Creator does. Absolutely. Not, See, he he overcame the world of illusion, the world yes. of limitation, and was able to put that program, that auto suggestion, in and agree with the divine. And when me and my father agree, I mean, hey, where's the two? The two of us agree it's done. Yes, sir. That's why it says where two or three are gathered together in the midst. I am in the midst of them, or that anointing is in the midst of us. If we are in agreement. See, that can be your conscious mind enlightened. That can be the subconscious mind that's been cleaned and and robed and the new candlestick uh, filled with oil and the wicks trimmed. And the showbread and the incense lit, and it can be behind the veil in the third aspect of that temple, that upper room, like they were on the day of Pentecost, on the 50th day when the law is inside the temple, inside the the Ark of the Covenant. That gummit, uh, those 12 uh, were in that upper room. Yes, sir. They had finally got to apostleship. They had finally got to Godhood and Godhead realization. And the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily in him. Hey, 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 hello. That's supposed to happen to us is too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep, just like he, like it says way back when it says when the they brought the animals and things to Adam. Whatever he called it, they became. Yep. Whatever he called it, that was its name, its nature, its characteristics. Yes, sir. And that's if what you called we're your doing. day. If you called your day a divine, good, prosperous, successful day, you have named the animal of that day. As a good thing. Yes. You get up there and get to calling it a hello and the this and the that and the other. Oh, man, you love to get a badass out there you don't want to run into. I got you there, brother. I can understand that. I mean, because there's a wow. And it, it's so easy. Well, cancel, cancel, cancel. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, that man not thinking and that and what they've been programmed that those things just roll off their tongue without them being consciously conscious of it and they say the things that they've been repetitiously taught which they say it forms a habit and therefore it's down in deep in that subconscious and and when we speak something out I mean, it searches everything, and 
to see, you know, just like a computer. When we're looking at something on there, it'll it'll pull something that we may have put in there to liken it to what we're looking at and, you know, just to add to it to clarify it more. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not a good thing. Yep. Sometimes you got to do a little cleanup, a little disk cleanup and disk delete and refragment and, you know, yep. uh, defrag and stuff like that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, get I mean, rid of the I, cook. See, that's the way it is with prayer. I remember when I was at Castle Hills years ago, God, that was 67. No, that was 76, 77. And um, those people would, they would be just astounded because I could pray and everything would happen. And they didn't really listen to what I was saying. It's just they wanted me to be there to pray because something happened when I would pray. And yes. so, B, uh, I had a Thompson chain. It was about a 50-something dollar Bible back then, lifetime warranty, full, uh, you know, leather skins. I mean, the top-of-the-line Bible. Well, I wore the cover off in six months. And so they recovered it for me. And um, I kind of took care of it. You know, from then on, um, not that I didn't before, it was just that I kind of spread the pressure out on the other Bibles. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> one day, oh, probably 10, 15 years ago, B come walking in, and she had run across my Thompson. She said, Gary, I know why you were so powerful back then. I said, why? She said, how long has it been since you've read some of the prayers that you wrote in the fly cover of this Bible? See, it's been a long time. I said, Gary, what you're doing now is exactly what you wrote, prayed, and said back then. And it occurred back then. It's just that it's gotten bigger and more powerful over the years. She said, man, people would just listen to this and take it to heart. See, I was looking through my eyes and my understanding. That is what and how I was able to overcome. And, um, man, I would use it in Tai Chi and Toy Show, Sticky Hands, Pakwa Chang, Shingi Kwan, I mean, um, I had to be careful because I could reel energy and just knock them blind. And uh, you don't want to hurt nobody, but uh, you kind of have to do it in order to get an idea of what you're doing. And then I began to realize, you know, this is the same thing I use in healing. And... Um, when Karate Kid come out, that first one, and um, I watched him pop his hands together, I could do that, and I would take it, and I would hit them together because my hands would get so hot when I touched somebody that um, I would rub my hands so that it wouldn't scare them. It'd make them think it was because I, I was just heating my hands up, but it really wasn't. I had uh, prayed for someone, they were like too deep in a circle, 
and um, I put my hand on this lady's shoulder. She had her hand on the lady that they were praying for. When they stopped their their prayer circle, she turned around and looked at me, and she said, you burnt me. I said, do what? She said, you burnt me. Look. And I looked at her shoulder, and honest to God, where my hand printed been, it was literally livid. See, I mean, you, you can generate such tremendous energy. That's why a lot of times when I pray for people, I'll hold my hand over them and not touch them, and I'll say, do you feel heat or do you feel cold? And if they tell me they feel cold off my right hand, I'll go to my left hand and it'll feel warm. And then I'll reverse it and bring it back to where it's hot to my right hand. And they'll say, what did you do? And I said, I just reversed your polarity. You mean with this polarity disorder, you just reversed it and made it normal? I said, yes. I said, how do you feel now? Oh, my God, I feel great. So you can do anything. The only limitation to the prayer is what they believe or they accept. That's why it says in certain places he marveled at their unbelief. No matter how much he prayed or how much he knew the power was there, it was that their mind, they had not developed it they had not disciplined their thoughts and their ideas to those concepts and consequently even though they needed that healing or whatever uh, they didn't necessarily get it but yet there were people that wasn't around it all the time when they had their opportunity I'd, I'd walk in and uh, they wouldn't know no more what I was doing the man in the moon I'd say you want me to take that away uh, they'd be hurting or sick or something they say oh please pop it'd be gone they say, oh, my God, it feels so much better. And uh, they'd go on their way, and I'd go on mine. <clears throat> I never would tell them who I was, and they didn't ask. And, and so we just let it go. But um, we had a lady at Market Basket that had a big gorder on her neck. And um, I come through the line, and uh, Scotty was with me, and uh, was it Moss Bluff? And I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I said, that can be taken away. That can be healed. I said, that's strictly iodine deficiency. And I said, if you want me to pray for you, I will. We can take that away. She said, please, sir. And so, I mean, you know, all the registers are going and I pull the energy up and I just put, I never made no loud racket or nothing. I just put my hand over her hand, not touching it, and began to move it and tell her what was going on. And I noticed that it got quiet. And I looked around and I seen Scotty standing next to me and he was just white as a sheet. And I looked around and there's all them people that all them registers, everybody had stopped running a register. And I felt the energy go through her. I pulled my hand away, and I said, ma'am, you have a good day. I had to make Scotty go back to get his groceries. It shook him up so bad he, he forgot he had them. The lady never worked there again. Wow. The border had been gone. Praise God. So you have ability to help all these people. But it's 
strictly seeing yourself to it. These gifts, these powers, these abilities operate in and through you today and every day, each and every way. It's up to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's why it says, uh, you know, people, you know, the, how can I put it? it is, you know, I know they're talking about the Messiah, uh, but they're saying that we're sorrowful because of their unbelief because you know the the truth and the power came to them and they basically rejected it they didn't accept it or they didn't believe that it could be that way yeah and and see when you start i mean let me tell you something it's amazing how many people you can show this to and they know that it works and they want to go bring people to you but they don't want to step into it to do it and i've asked them before and, uh, i'd hear some of the preachers say well some of all of us are givers around here but some of us can give more than others wow do what i'm saying yes sir i do they were making an excuse for not being able to give and everyone i prayed yeah. for got healed yes sir Man, so you man. you can do this. I mean, he does not give this to uh, with any respect to persons. Everybody's got the ability. Yeah. But Jacob, you have to supplant your old way of thinking and become Israel at the pineal. Then you can see Jacob's ladder and open the seven seals, the seven chakras, and become as a god in the earth. Oh, praise Yah! Yes, sir. Wow. If we have eyes to see, let them see. And ears to hear, let them hear. Oh, yeah. I mean, so you you can do everything in the world to give it to them. Yes, sir. And, uh, excuse me. I believe you were talking uh, about, you were talking about Moses before, like when Moses cried out to Yahweh and he says, why are you crying out to me? I've already given you the power. They've all got it. I said, you're all gods. Hey, look, dude, you done got the record. You, you're a god, but you better wake up and use it. Yes, sir. Man, oh, man. And that's why even in the scriptures it says, it, where it says sin, that we have judged ourselves unworthy. Yep. And they yeah. limited the Holy One of Israel. How'd they limit him? They wouldn't use the ability. They kept speaking yes. against it. They kept saying it didn't happen. They kept calling God to create and bring forth something that had been created since the foundation of the world. So they're saying, okay, dude, you be lying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you make the underwear get a little bit tight. Oh, yes, sir. I mean, I don't want to. That's walking on. That's treading ground. With, like you said, a knot in your jockey shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> but it's just, you know, I mean, it's a matter of you learning to wake up uh, to develop your ability. Start giving yourself the program that it's easier for you to remember, retain, record. Uh, somebody kept telling me they couldn't remember to, uh, uh, which hand to wipe their butt with. And I said, if you'll stop saying that shit and start confessing that you have a great memory, I said, your memory will come back and you'll be fine. Well, man, I, I'll be I'll be on I said, yeah, I know. You've been saying it a long-ass time. And you believed all them people running around, and right now you've just about joined up with them. You can't remember nothing. Yeah. So they'd change it. <clears throat> Boom, the next thing you know is, man, they had a great memory. They were doing fine. I had a friend that uh, he uh, dipped uh, Copenhagen snuff um, and skull. And I mean, listen, this dude, he was a, a driller uh, or a tool pusher. Or, no, he was a driller on a rig. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, he could he could sock down some of that dadgum Copenhagen and coal. And so he told me one day, he said, Gary, he said, I'd, I'd like to quit. And I said, Jesus, thing in the world. I said, start telling yourself each and every day during the day, seeing a picture of you no longer dipping, spitting, telling yourself that you now have a desire to no longer dip um, or smoke or anything else uh, with tobacco. He said, that's all it is. I said, yep, just do it every time you think about it. Well, a week come by and damn, he wasn't smoking and he wasn't uh, dipping no more. And he went that way for almost a month. And finally he come to me and he said, you know, he said, I know that works. He said, but he said, Gary, I kind of miss, uh, I miss smoking. I kind of enjoyed it and liked it. I said, well, you know, that's up to you. That's your choice. Son, it wasn't another week and he was back smoking and dipping more than he was before. And uh, you thought it was a, a steam engine coming down the road with, with a charter backer in both cheeks. But you see, he was free of it. All he did was change his compassion. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, I mean that the, all the answers are put there for us. But I guess the way mankind looks at it from being hearing it over and over and over and over all the time, you know, by the ministers and other people that are not really explaining the what the concept of it is that yeah, it's it, just it, a story to them it becomes and that's a what they tell it as a feel-good story get up shout beat the drum you know tag the devil chaser a little bit you know do the and whop on that devil chaser and and kind of get to running around jump a bench or two or maybe they'll roll in the floor or whatever but see that's not getting the job done Nobody is educating their people's mind. They're just having a damn pep rally. Yes, sir, and it makes the word of God of none effect because, well, first of all, does. I'm sorry? I said for them it does. It does make it for none effect for them. Yes, because sir. Because they're, uh, they're, they're not doing what it instructs them to do to overcome. Yes, sir, and they also... Because, I mean, everywhere you go, you when you listen to a lot of people, they'll tell you, my preacher said, my preacher said. 
I said, well, first of all, uh, it ain't my preacher. And I may, I may listen to what he's saying, but that doesn't mean I have to do what he said I had to do. I'm going to check and make sure it's right. Yeah, see, I mean, they're their own preacher, and they're their own position. But they've given that authority, that position, and that ability away to somebody else. Yes, sir. Well, look, and it tells, we've been here it tells, about an hour, and um, I don't see too much fire enough up there. Um, I've got uh, I've got uh, Me Too Metatruth has come in there. Uh, Metatruth must be coming on pretty good uh, from what I've seen. But anyway, I'm going to back out, Jim, and let y'all kind of buzzsaw at it, do whatever you're going to do. And um, I had, uh, Jacob and them had kind of wanted something, so I sent him to town, and I had two uh, Cornish game hens, and I said, go pick me up two more. And I said, that'll be one for everybody here. And uh, get me an apple and an orange, and I pulled out some uh, what they call wheat bullings or bullets. Uh, they're a bullying is really what they are. And uh, so I made a stuffing and put down in there with the seasoning and baked some potatoes with their, uh, those little bitty small potatoes with their special seasoning and green peas and Texas sausage. And I'm here to tell you, brother, everybody kind of bellied up to the bar and done okay. So. Uh, when I get off from here, I'm going to go in there and sit down and have me a little bit of hello. But, um, folks, I thank you. I mean, I hope this is helping you. Um, if you'll think about it, look up Silva, Jose Silva on the web, and uh, go through his basic course. He'll give you enough in the basic course that if you'll just follow and do it, hell, you can do anything. But anyway, I love you, Jim. Shalom, prosper, and be in great good health. <clears throat> Same to you, brother, and your family, too. You're always in our prayers. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you now. Yes, sir. We love you, brother. Love you. Well, folks, thank you. Well, folks, do you, you have any questions or anything, or would you like to share something? You know, let me know. You know, if not, you know, we'll call it a night. I mean, I mean, White Wolf uh, brought forth a lot of things tonight here. I mean, if we just, you know, go back and listen to it two or three times and listen to what he's saying. I mean, I'm telling you, you know, if we just practice it, practice it and practice it, which means that we read it, read it, read it over and over again until we get a really good understanding of what it's saying. Not taking it from the point of what your preacher is telling you or somebody else is telling you, but what your heart is telling you. I mean, even if you have a dictionary there of the Hebrew and the Greek and Aramaic, look up the words, what they mean. It'll give you a broader understanding of what it's talking about. And then look at it from the aspects of, of your heart and mind and what the Creator's really opening up unto you. And don't take it in a literal sense. That's where a lot of people make the mistakes. I used to do that too when I first started out. It's not a literal thing. 
It's a spiritual thing, a mental thing. It has to do with the mental concepts of the mind and heart. You know, the consciousness. You know, the, where we hear the still small voice of that divine creator within us. That's, that's where it is, what it is. You know, that still small voice, he said he sought him in the mountain. He sought him in the depths of the sea. He sought him in the cave. He said he sought him everywhere. He said, but he heard him in the still small voice. And that comes from within inside of us. But we have a tendency to be too busy and too on the go to listen. And even when it does come there, a lot of times we disregard it. Instead of just pausing and thinking about it for a minute. And when you do that, you'll find out that was either the, you might have been in a hurry to go somewhere and you weren't sure which way to go. And if, you know, it comes to your mind which way to go and you disregard it and you go down about 10, 15 miles out of the way when you could have just took a left or a right, you would have been there. I mean, that's why it tells us to be still, calm down, be at peace. And know that he is God. We we don't need to be on the go like that all the time. Just rush, 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 rush to go nowhere. I don't mean it in a facetious sense. I'm just saying, you know, everybody's in a rush to go nowhere. I mean, you're still going to get where you got to go. But if you're going a little bit slower, I mean, you can enjoy the scenery. You can, you know, have time to think about things and. A whole lot of other things. Instead of rush, rush, rush. Somebody get in your way, what happens? Road rage, this, that, that. You know, we don't need none of that. We need to be still, like it says, and know that I am God. We have to be still and know that we're children of the Most High God, that we are gods, and that eternal creator created all things it says, in him, we live, we move, and have our being. That creator's within us. That's the very life of our being. We think it's just us doing whatever. No, that consciousness, that light, that understanding, that wisdom, and understanding that's all that divine creator. And he's... He gave us a textbook to go by, but there's everybody out there saying that they got the answer, they know it all, they have it all, and they're wrong. The Calix saying they're got it, the Baptist saying they're got it, the Pentecostal saying they're got it. None of them have it. They might have a little bit here and a little bit there, but they don't have the whole program. It tells us to study to show our ourselves approved. A workman rightly dividing the word of truth. A little here, a little there, everywhere the word. And that's what we need to do. It don't just come from the the preachers. It, it come, I mean, it's in books. It's, it's in uh, ancient parchments. It's written in stone. There's pictures of ancient times. It's got... The, you know, the hieroglyphs there. I mean, there's many places you can find it. And they're all saying the same thing to a certain extent. Except when you get in the churches and stuff like that. And you might have 
two people from the same organization that's down two miles from each other. And that church is telling the people to come to their church instead of going to the other one when they're the same organization. No, we have the truth here. Don't go over there. It ain't got nothing to do with what they're telling you. They're trying to get you there to where they can make more money to build a bigger church, to get more money. Their views and concepts are not, and let's just say their heart is not totally where it should be. Not that they're not good people. But with that, you know, I love you and I appreciate you and may Yava bless you and keep you in perfect divine health. You know, hope to see you back here same time, same place next week. And with that, you know, I'm going to end the call. I do appreciate y'all coming tonight. Shalom, prosper, and be in perfect divine health. Good night, everyone.